Are you desiring more out of life? More love, more connection, more experience, just more aliveness? Well, that is your soul calling you. And together we are going to uncover those soul desires and help you bridge the gap between your physical life and your true soul self. Welcome to the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. My name is Emily. I'm an intuitive, a psychic medium, and someone who recently and very suddenly awakened to spirituality. On this podcast, we are going to talk all about connecting with your soul to live your fullest, most beautiful life. We're going to talk about spirituality from the perspective of the everyday person. It's my goal that you feel seen and supported on this journey of discovering your soul and awakening to the incredible world of spirit. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. It's me, Emily, your host, welcoming you back to another episode. I hope that you are doing so well. If you've been listening to the podcast for the last few weeks, thank you so much for coming back. Or if you've been listening since the beginning, oh my gosh, thank you for sticking around and hanging out with me and letting me talk to you about all of these incredible spiritual concepts, all of these mindset techniques, all of these self-love practices, everything that we talk about here on the podcast that have been so transformational for me and that I know will be transformational for you too. If this is your first episode, hello, welcome. Like I said, my name is Emily. I'm an intuitive, I am a psychic medium, and I'm someone who awakened to spirituality very suddenly, very unexpectedly, and now I am here talking to you, sharing all this weirdo spiritual stuff that I never for one second ever thought that I would be talking about. These things were not on my radar for the first 30 plus years of my life, but Here we are. The journey that life takes us on is often so unexpected, and I'm so grateful that I ended up here getting to chat with you. Truly, this podcast is such a bright spot in my life, getting to talk about these topics, connect with spirit regularly, and knowing the impact that these messages have been having on people. I absolutely love hearing from you. I love hearing about the things you're learning on the podcast. And it just really is so meaningful to me that the messages and lessons I'm learning are also impactful for you, for other people. From the beginning of my spiritual journey, when I started first having these downloads and these visions and these messages coming to me from spirit, From that very beginning point, I just knew these messages are so potent. There's no way they're only meant for me. There's no way I'm the only one who needs this lesson because the things that Spirit has shown me and taught me and led me to have been really transformational in my own journey of discovering my soul, learning to live from my soul, and learning to move through the world in a way that best serves me for my unique purpose here on earth 
And that leads me to feeling that incredible, fulfilled, full of love, full of presence and aliveness, feeling that I'm always wanting, that I always want to be welcoming into my life, that I always want to be stepping into. And I hope through the concepts I'm sharing with you, you're able to step into that same aliveness and feel that connection and presence in your everyday life. So with all of that, the message that we are talking about today is something that came to me through a reading for a client. It's a concept that came to me from spirit. It was, it was brought to me and I cannot stop thinking about it. I did this reading for a client a little over a month ago. And the concept we're talking about, what I'm calling it, is to be your own safety net. This came up in the reading for her, but as Spirit so often does, that message was for me too. And I have a feeling maybe it's also for you. So I haven't been able to stop thinking about this concept and going deeper and deeper into what does it mean to be your own safety net? How do we do this for ourselves? How do we provide the self-support that we need in order to make big moves in our lives? And I've been exploring this with spirit, meditating on it, thinking about it. And there's so much that's come through. I just really want to share with you this concept of being your own safety net, having your own back, creating the self-support system that allows you to take big steps in your life, that allows you to take risks, that allows you to come back after failure. This is what had come through in the reading, and it's what I really want to share with you today. So first, I want to define for you what I mean by being your own safety net. What I mean by this is providing yourself with the emotional support that you need to feel safe to move forward in life. Usually this is going to be moving forward with something new, something that feels risky, something that's a little scary out of your comfort zone, and providing yourself with that, that feeling of security and safety within that allows you to take that step forward confidently. When I saw this in the reading I did for a client, how I saw it was I saw a big mountain, like a cliff. And it was the concept of jumping off the cliff, like jumping off of a cliff. And you jump off the cliff and there's a potential that you fall. There's a potential that you fail. We all know this when we do something new. That's why risks are risky. That's why doing these new things are scary because there's a potential that we could fall, that we could fail, that something could go wrong. If you're going to fall, if that is what is going to happen, what I saw was this net catching you. You don't hit the bottom. You don't crash and burn. Nothing implodes. But there's a net. There's something to catch you as you fall. And through the reading, what came through was that we can create that safety net for ourselves. We can be that safety net for ourselves. And it was the message wasn't referring to anything physically catching us. It wasn't referring to the physical things that we need to feel safe. 
but rather creating the emotional state within us that allows us that safety, that allows us to be held, to be caught. We can catch ourselves. So I ask spirit, how do we develop this? How, how do we feel safe within ourselves to take that risk? What does it mean to catch ourselves when we fall? How do we create that sense of safety? And part of this is just having your own back. Meaning, if something goes wrong, you don't turn on yourself. I think, for me at least, I guess I will only speak from my own experience. But when something goes wrong, when I do something and I fail, I realize after I've done something like, oh, crap, that was a mistake. There is an instinct to shame myself for it. There's an instant thought in my head. It happens subconsciously, automatically. Thoughts like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Or thoughts like, why did I do that? Why am I so dumb? Or why, why would I think this is a good idea? All of the shaming, it happens automatic. Making myself feel bad for not succeeding at at whatever this thing is that I felt like I should succeed at. And Spirit is reminding us that this is not creating safety within us. These thoughts, these feelings, these this internal dialogue, it does not create a sense of safety within us. It doesn't create an environment where it's safe for us to take risks. What it does is create an environment where if we take a risk, and we fail, we're going to be shaming ourselves. It's not even about what the external world does. It's about what we do to ourselves. We've created a toxic environment within ourselves. And this is something that happens subconsciously. It happens, we're not even aware of it. And if you haven't been listening to the voice in your head, you probably have no clue what you're saying to yourself. As I started listening to that voice in my head over the last many years while I got into this personal development work and arena, I realized I am a bully to myself. And a lot of you are probably a bully to yourselves too without even realizing it. Or you have been a bully to yourselves at some point. But it doesn't have to be that way. And having that voice of negativity toward yourself, of shaming yourself, of making yourself feel guilty is creating an environment within you where you will never feel safe to take a risk. You will never feel safe to take a risk and it has nothing to do with the risk itself. It has nothing to do with the people around you or with your external experience and it has everything to do with the fact that you know you will not be kind to yourself. If you fail at this risk, if you fall, if you falter, if you stumble. And Spirit's reminding us that is not the way to do it. The way we're going to build this internal safety net and this ability to move forward when it's scary is by creating an environment of love and support within ourselves. I've been working on training my brain on altering that inner voice on shifting it from one that makes me feel bad when things go wrong 
or bad when I don't achieve things to one that says, it's okay, Emily. You tried your best. You can do it again. You are okay. I love you still. I accept you. I understand why you made these choices. And we're going to learn from this. We're going to keep going forward. And the truth is, if I'm so honest with you, that mean bully voice, it didn't really disappear, at least not yet. And I don't know if it's ever going to disappear, but I can hear it now. I can hear that voice and I can say, listen, I don't need to be ashamed of this. I don't need to make myself suffer more. Instead, I can hold myself through this and I can support myself through this. I hear that voice, but I'm going to offer an alternative perspective. I'm going to offer the perspective that, yeah, I tried my best. And that's pretty fucking incredible. Excuse my language. Sorry. But I tried my best. And I'm proud of myself for that. And we can work on shifting that internal dialogue. And if the voice doesn't change right away, like mine hasn't changed, let's just add that third voice. Add that second voice. However many voices you want to have in your head. Let's not worry about that too much. But add an additional voice that says, listen, I love you anyway. I support you anyway. I'm holding you through this. I have your back. And create that environment of support within yourself. And that is creating a space where it is safe for you to take a risk because you know that you can hold yourself. You know that you're going to catch yourself. The other thing, another aspect of this that I want to bring into you that Spirit was really showing me is the fact that when we try something and we're not successful the first time or the second time or the third time or however many times it is, when we have to start over and try again, we can convince ourselves that we're starting from zero. We can convince ourselves that those first tries were a waste of time. And we can feel pretty crappy about the fact that we've wasted all of this time on something that wasn't even successful, on something that didn't even work. You can take, for example, take a relationship. Say you've been working at this relationship. Maybe you've been in a relationship for two, three months, however long, and it doesn't work out. The relationship, it needs to end. It's not a right fit. And you can feel like, what the heck? I just wasted the last three months of my life on this relationship, pouring into it. And now I've lost three months of my life. I have to start over from zero. I know that it can feel that way, not just with relationships. It can feel that way with a career that you realize isn't meant for you. It can feel that way with some sort of project you're doing that just does not work out and you have to start over. There, there's so many examples of how we feel this way in our lives when something doesn't work out and we have got to try again. But what Spirit showed me with this concept is that once we decide to try again, the truth is we are never starting back at zero. That experience that we had, it doesn't just disappear. It's not just erased. We're not starting over. The truth is, in whatever that first experience was, we learned something. We grew. We learned how not to do it. 
We learned what we don't want. We learned what we do want. We learned one way that we're not going to do it and we're going to try something different now. We gained the experience. We probably learned something. We probably learned some things that we want to carry forward and do again. We're not starting at zero. We're starting at like 10 or 50 or 100 or whatever. But we're never starting back at the beginning again. We're not having to start over. We're always building on that past experience. We're always building on what we've already done, the experiences we've already had, the emotions we've already gone through, the things we've already processed, the growth we've already done. We're always building on that and moving forward. There's only forward, only forward. And when we realize that, the fear of failure starts to disappear. Maybe not disappear all the way, but it does start to fade. Because a failure, how we often think about it, is like an implosion, like everything's over. It's the end of the world. It's horrible. But there's so much we get out of these experiences where we are not successful. We learn so much and then we start like, 10 steps up, if we're talking about a staircase, a ladder, whatever scenario you want to use for this, you're not all the way back at the bottom. You're not starting down at the beginning. You're starting with all of that experience you've already built up. You're already 10 miles ahead of the version of you who tried the first time, and you are so much better suited to try again. If you can keep that in your mind, in your heart, This is another way we develop that safety net where we create a safe environment for us to try things without the pressure of always having to be successful because when we try something new, when we jump off a cliff, as much as I want to say we only do it when we have a thousand percent faith, that's not true. There's always going to be this feeling of what if, what if, what if, what if it doesn't work out? The way we move forward, even with that what-if feeling, is by being our own safety net, by standing up for ourselves and having our own back. When I say standing up for ourselves, I don't even mean standing up for ourselves to other people. I mean standing up for ourselves to ourselves, to that voice in our head that's always trying to tell us everything we did wrong. We have to have our own back. We have to stand up for ourselves. We have to create that alternative voice that says, yeah, I did do some stuff wrong, but I stand behind my choices because I made a choice. I decided this and there are reasons I decided to do this. And while I might not make this decision again, I might change things in the future. I still love myself and I still understand why I did this. And thank God I did it because look at what I learned. Look at how far forward I have moved because of this. We have got to create this environment within us that is based on love, that is based on raising our self-worth, that is based on supporting ourselves. And if we can do that, we can take some pretty big freaking risks because we know we're never falling all the way down to the bottom of the canyon and imploding, we know we're going to catch ourselves. We know that no matter what happens, 
we're still going to love ourselves. No matter what happens, we're going to have our own back. That is a safety you can create within yourself. Now, I fully believe in also relying on other people, on having the love of other people, the support and the connection with other people. I think that's a beautiful, incredible part of humanity. But the truth is, if we want to feel the ultimate support, it has got to come from within. If we want to feel that ultimate confidence, it has got to come from within. If we're always relying on external things to support us, we're never going to fully feel supported because the external world changes. That's a reality of the world. Everything is always changing. And so if we're always relying on things outside of us to support us and to provide us confidence and to provide us safety, we'll never truly feel safe because deep down we all know things change and things can change in an instant in this very physical world that we live in. But what's not going to change, what you do have control over, what you can always carry with you is your internal reality that internal dialogue, that connection that you are cultivating with yourself, with your soul, that environment of love and support that is going to lead you to the ultimate confidence because it is based on you. And it's really based on you supporting and accepting yourself. Isn't this so powerful? This is so powerful to me, and I really hope that it speaks to you too, because this message, like I said, I received it maybe a little over a month ago, Gosh, and it's just been constant on my mind. How do I be my own safety net? How do I create this safety within myself? And the answer, it's always love. It's always acceptance. It's always that self-support, creating that environment within that allows us to move through the world with love, confidence, connection, and the ability to be who we truly are in a way where we feel eternally supported. I hope this message has served you today. I'm sending you so much love, and I'll chat with you again soon. Bye, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. I'm so grateful that I get to be part of your journey of spiritual expansion. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts. It's a quick, free, easy way for you to support this podcast, and it helps me reach more people who are looking for support on their spiritual journey. You can find a link to leave a review in the show notes. Thank you so much, and I'll chat with you soon.